I love cheese. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon Jets podcast, a podcast about bourbon and whatever else we decide to talk about. I'm your host, Mr. Pye, and with me, as always, is Mav. Hello and welcome to the unofficial podcast of bourbon. We're still unofficial. We're still unofficial, are we? Yes. I wonder if one day we will move to official. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't think it'll be any time soon. Has somebody already taken the official um, title? I think so, yes. Oh. Some, some podcast in, in, I think it's in America. Never heard of them. <laughs> right, good, moving on. Speaking of America, yes. look at that. I've become so good at podcasts, I can now just do like links to everything. Um, we did a, a, a World Cup that we was did. based only on stuff from America. Was that called the Bourbon Gents World Cup? It was. So you're good at links too. <laughs> and how how successful was it? Well, if you're four roses single barrel, it was very successful. They won again. It's unbelievable. It's actually unbelievable. This microphone is shaking like a madman. <laughs> it can't believe that Four Roses won for a second time. So we had, what, uh, well over 3,000 votes this year, yep. which is uh, up on last year, which is always good. And it was double the amount of bourbons this time. That's true. So a huge thank you to everyone who participated on, um, on Twitter for the votes. Yeah, because it was only on Twitter. Yes, and there are still people on those other social media forums who are desperate to, to join this Bourbon Jazz World Cup. I thought you were going to say there's still other people voting. Oh, no. Stop. Stop it. It's finished now. You don't vote anymore. But you just need to get on Twitter. It's not difficult. It's very easy. You just need your email address, don't you? You don't need to do anything else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bourbon Gents Guide to how to get on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, so four rows of single barrel won again. Yeah, which I did predict before the World Cup started, I'd like to point out. Did you? I did. You predicted that Al Young might do it or the um, E.H. Taylor single barrel might do it. Did I? I, I? I remember talking about four rows as Al Young, but that, that, that lost miserably early doors, actually. Yeah, it did. I think it's because not a lot of people tried it. Well, yeah, maybe. It lost to, in fact, it lost to four rows of small batch. Which everybody has tried, and yes. it's a great drink. True. So that lost, that was out in the second round. Um, and do we want to say who, who was runner up this year? Yeah. So Stag ended up being the runner up, and it was pretty close. It was that. That was the tightest of all the rounds, I think. Actually, it, it came down to the wire, didn't it? I think into the last twenty four hours or so, because we did the final over forty eight yeah. hours. Stag was just caning four rows of single barrel. It was at least fourteen percent ahead. So um, it just got clawed back and clawed back until there was about 4% in it down to the last hour or two. This is like, it's just unbeaten, isn't it? It's, it's, it's never lost. It's never any, lost a, a match. Yes, it's, it's never lost a World Cup match. So next year, it's the hot favourite. What do they feed those guys? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do some investigation into like ball tampering <laughs> or... So? Or, or steroids or something. <laughs> what are the cool kids injecting themselves with these days? Um, I've no idea. There's, I'm sure that there's probably some. Uh, maybe it had some insulin or or an antibiotic or uh, an inhaler or something that gave it an advantage. I don't but, think we can say that. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, there was no cheating, and this was about as public as a vote gets because we mean you don't vote. No, it's purely the people on Twitter voting. We, we ring all the distilleries ahead of time and say, hey, guys, 
your people aren't allowed to vote. <laughs> so we know so we know they don't vote for it. So it's only the public that choose. And yet again, we have to go and buy four rows as a trophy. We do. Could we just send them, instead of sending them a trophy, could we just send them a number eight and ask them to print stick it <laughs> over the number seven? Yes, we didn't really think about that. Unless unless they're going to post it back to us and we can just add another another section to the what, trophy. What I think we should have done in hindsight is got a big shield with about 12 uh, things on yes. it. And we could have just told them to nip round to if Buffalo Trace win it next year. Yeah. Nip round, guys. Can you get it engraved on the way? So fair play, they've won it again. They've won it again. And um, this what we did slightly different this year, well, we did a few things differently. We increased the number of bourbons, but we did a, a, a website update after each round. Uh, so lots of work was done there by Mav. Well done, Mav. Thank you. I didn't really think it through, did I, when I did a first round no, update? No, you didn't. <laughs> and you let me loose, actually, on doing one one night, and I, I nearly balls it up. But... You nearly brought the website down. <laughs> what happens if I press this? But uh, you did all right in the end. It went all fine. But um, you can read all about it on the website, which loads of you already have, because we had... I know Mav doesn't like to talk about this, but we actually smashed our website figures last month. Yeah, we did smithereens, actually. the biggest volume yeah. we've ever, traffic we've ever had to the website. But a, co- a couple of highlights. Well, we mentioned already Four Roses Old Young losing early doors. Um, and a, a couple of other early casualties was the Pappy 20. Which, they went out yeah, early in last year's um, competition as well. Stag Junior went out in the third round. And uh, Noah's Mill. Well, it went on. It went on a run this time. A little bit of a run. Got yes. knocked out in the first round last year. Kind of a sixty-meter sprint. <laughs> it, had, it had a go. It had a go. I even tried to cheat a little bit and try and rope in the dis- Willett Distillery to try and help me out, but they didn't. And Blanton's got through to the the semis. semis. Yes, it was almost a repeat of last year's final, which would have been very bizarre. It would have been odd, yeah. It would have looked like it was fixed. Yeah, but we increased the number of bourbons, like you said. Yeah. So we had 64 this time. Yeah. We had 32 last time, and it almost became Blanton's Gold versus Four Roses Single Barrel again. So it just shows you that there's a lot of love for those two. Well, yeah, and that's I think that exactly what it does show, isn't it? That people are continually voting for that year on year. Well, so let's see what happens next year. Yeah, if the bourbon gents are still around in 2019. <laughs> If not, somebody else has to pick up the mantle and do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it's all on the website. So uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, then please have a look on bourbongents.com and um, have a look at the World Cup. And also, if you don't know what we're talking about, who are you? <laughs> we don't want you listening to us if you don't even know what the World Cup was. It was massive. It was massive. It was. Anyway, we got some free whiskey, apparently. We did. Some more free whiskey. Uh, thanks to uh, Instagram's very own Spirits Cabinet, who um, you put up a picture of Weller 12, didn't you? Yeah, which coincidentally we'll be reviewing today. Yes, spookily enough. Um, and Spirits Cabinet asked if we'd, had a, if we'd tasted Weller 107, and we haven't, and very kindly sent us a couple of very generous samples here as well. Yeah, they were generous. They were very generous. They were some proper... Anybody else out there, take note. These were proper samples. But one of them got smashed in the post. Well, the two Weller Sevens survived. And he's, he also... He? I assume it's he. Oh, you oh. sexist. <laughs> also, don't, assume, don't assume a person's <laughs> gender. gender. This is 2018. You get locked up for that. Spirit's Cabinet also sent us two bonus mystery samples. But one of them didn't survive. So the post lady knocked on my door. door. How do you know it's a post lady? Because I know who she is. Okay, all right. 
You'll get yourself into a world of sexist hurt here, Mr. Pie. And she handed over a rather soggy parcel to uh, my daughter, actually, and said, uh, oops, uh, it wasn't me, she said. Do you reckon it was her? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and uh, so one of them didn't survive. So uh, we've got a sample, which we don't know what it is. Okay. All right. So basically he sent us some 107 and then a, a question marked. A question uh, mark sample. Which yeah. he said was a barrel he, strength. He. You'd already said it was a he, right? <laughs> All right, he, she. Yes, he, she. He, she said that it was uh, a barrel proof. Barrel strength bourbon. Yeah. That's what he said, yeah. Okay, so that narrows it down, well, a tiny bit at least when we try it. Yes, so I'm not sure how we're going to taste this one. Well, I guess we do a blind tasting on the podcast and then we're going to have to pause for a bit and tweet at him or something. Oh, yeah. he's actually on Instagram, isn't he? Instagram, yeah. Or she. <laughs> <laughs> this gender-neutral person... It is on Instagram. So yes. So anyway, thanks thanks very much for the sample. Any more samples anybody wants to send our way, then feel free. Yeah, we'll take anything. <laughs> um, but we're also giving stuff away. Ooh. We don't just take, Mr. Pye. We don't just take. We also give back. Okay. So I cleaned out cleared out my office because I'm moving house soon, and there was a load of crap that I don't want. Is it crap? No, I don't think it's it's crap stuff. It's just stuff that I is clogging up my office, so I wanted to get rid of. Right. So there's a couple of books that I've got duplicates of. Right. Um, there's a few samples of things, and there's one sample I don't even know what it is. It's not got a label on it. Really? Yeah, I think it might be that horrible infinity bottle that I made. Oh, right. I think okay. it might be that. You're not selling this very well. <laughs> well, we're giving it away. It's for true. Um, so we did a, a competition on Twitter. Basically, you just retweet it to um, to be in for chance. So we've got the trusty wheel. So we've put the names into the trusty wheel. I think there was about 28, 30 um, people entered. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not someone in the States because I don't really know what to do with that. Would we be able to send it? I don't think so. Well, fingers crossed then. I think it was about a 50-50 split. But here we go. This looks like a bit of a fix. Why? Well, look at the person's oh, name. Yeah. So it's Stephen at NCC Magpie. So is this a friend of yours? Are we about to? Can you nip around the corner and give it to this guy? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I, I assume he follow he follows us on Twitter because because he follows he you. He follows me okay. as a, a fellow Magpie, as a Notts County fan. I assume. All right. Well, what did you say his name was? Stephen. All right, Steve it, or she. <laughs> Um, you have won my tat so I guess we just have to hit him up and get this dude's address yeah alright okay I presumably if he's a magpie sport he's in Nottingham do you reckon because there can't be many county fans outside of the local vicinity can there <laughs> we're all over the world oh, when you go on holiday do you know Notts County have like a, a, a map on, on their website it's a bit it's about as boring as the Bourbon Gents map <laughs> Where they where they list the times in the time zone and when the knots are kicking off, yeah. Really? For their fans throughout the world, yeah. Are you kidding? No. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you should spend some money doing up your ground. Anyway, he's probably he's probably in Nottingham. Okay, all right. Well Steve, um he she has just won um all of my stuff. So well done to you and uh, commiserations to everybody else. But I'm quite glad that this was not a guy from the States or a lady from the States. Just, I've never even noticed this before. We probably just, we probably just gender bash all the time, don't we? We're awful, awful people. What's up next? Um, 
On the last podcast, we spoke about uh, typical bourbon back bars, didn't we? Oh, uh, yeah, because we know what it is over here. We always see the same kind of thing. And we asked if anybody would let us know what, what it was like in you know other parts of the world. So we had, we had a few responses, and one of them was our good friend on Facebook, Mr. Fisher, who lives in Alabama, and he said the bourbon back bar stuff that they have in Alabama is Jim Beam, Makers, Woodford, and Jack Daniel. Which oh, I thought was a bit that's worse than ours. I know, which I thought was a was a bit uh, a little bit disappointing. Really. Yeah, I was expecting a higher kind of class of bourbon on their back bars. Yeah, but it just goes to show the marketing strength of those powerhouses, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah, blimey! Do we, what so? What do people say? Then? Um, we had one chap from Australia who came to us with well, quite an unusual collection, really. What he said. He can find in his local bar. See this Buffalo Trace, which I guess you'd expect. expect. Yeah. Woodford Reserve, Jim Beam Small Batch, which I've heard of, never seen it in the wild myself. I didn't even know there was a Jim Beam Small yeah. Batch. Uh, Blanton's Green, yeah. which I've seen over here in a couple of bars. Um, don't know too much about it apart from it's it's the cheap end version, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And and. A couple of ones that I'd never ever heard of. One called Slate, which is a blended bourbon. Sounds awful. <laughs> is it from their version of Aldi? I think it might be, you know. Yeah. And one called Confederate, which oh. is another. Yeah. It, it just sounds uh, loosely. Uh, I think that was a four year old. So I had to look that one up because I'd never heard of it. Okay. But um, just going to show that, you know, the state of bourbon around the world is probably not as not as good as you think it could be no you always think you always think the grass is a bit greener don't you yeah but um to say i mean alabama to say that general stock in a bar is jim bean makers woodford and jack daniels i'd be gutted really um we went out we did uh, which makes uh, we normally miss these events, don't we? Somehow, even though we check Instagram all the time, we follow the, the bourbon bar that's near us. We miss all of their events. Yeah, so we we we've, we found out late on that they were having a Buffalo Trace tasting event at Last Chance Saloon in Nottingham, and um, luckily, due to our powers of, of fame, we got in there even though it was sold out. <laughs> you say that like jokingly, but we did. I know. Managed to get in there. It sold out. It was already allocated, and we managed to get the best table. Yeah, the table we wanted as well. Yeah, really... the table in the corner. Yeah, so we can away sort of... from everybody. Yes, yeah, so to talk to people. We get mobbed all the time when we go in there. <laughs> How many times can you write, Mister Pie? Signature. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even bother with Mav anymore. I just, I just put an X. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there was a buffet trace tasting event there, and. The stuff on offer was we've tried nearly everything. I think I don't think I've tried the Buffalo Trace White Dog before. Um, I think I had. Have you? Yeah, I tried oh, it right. behind the bar at um, at that place before. Um, it, it was good. It was a good event. It's, it's always good to listen to the the reps do their thing. Yeah. Um, so the the yeah, Buffalo Trace White Dog, Buffalo Trace uh, regular Eagle Rare, Sazerac. Uh, rye, of course, which um, not I don't think many people have tasted there before, but I've got a bottle. The guy behind the bar hadn't tried Eagle Rear before, <laughs> which I found astounding, to be honest. <laughs> and they, they also had samples of Weather 12, which there's a theme here, isn't there? Yeah, but bizarrely, coincidentally, there is a theme, but 
I don't know if I had tried it much before we got a bottle. I think I only tried it once before. At that bar? Yes. And it was, and, oh, we'll be, we better not say what we thought about it then. Oh, well, no, save yeah. it for the review, yeah, save okay. it for the review. But it was obviously good enough for me to go out and buy a bottle of it, so it was a bit of a giveaway. Um, but it was a good tasting event. It was good to try things with other people in the room as well yeah. um, and see what their take on it was because there was a few people in that bar that hadn't tried Eagle Ray before mm. or hadn't tried the Sazerac and definitely hadn't tried Well at 12. And what I like about those tasting events is they're, they're very inexpensive as well, aren't they? You mean they're free? Well, they're, they're, you have to buy a drink, which is very generous, isn't it? Of the... It is, it is. And also they had a partnership now with Buffalo Trace. So they, the bourbon bar that we go to mm. and it's the only bourbon bar in the UK exclusive bourbon bar I don't think so really no, there are other so. exclusive bourbon bars in the UK not just that have a big stock of bourbon uh, well I don't know for, for a fact I thought there was one in Leeds well you've said something it's not a fact <laughs> your fans are going to go mad now <laughs> I trust you I make shit up all the time you have facts but yeah they've got a they've got a kind of partnership now with Buffalo Trace right. an experimental partnership so you know how they do all of that Warehouse X stuff yeah. where they uh, chop down a particular tree and they only make barrels from that tree yeah. and they'll chop down a tree from 500 miles away and only make burgers that's a single that. oak experiment isn't it yeah, yeah and then see if they get different flavours from the different trees that then go into making the different barrels or even the different parts of the trees as well yeah, yeah. so they've kind of done that on a smaller scale yeah. at the bar so they've given them one of those spinny things that separates fluids. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> no. Spinny thing. I like spinny, it. Yeah. It's a spinny thing. Yeah. Uh, they've donated one of those to them. They've donated a load of um, barrels from, uh, miniature barrels from Buffalo Trace. Yeah. And they're letting them experiment with Buffalo Trace standard mixed in with whatever the hell they want. Right. And then let it mature in the barrels for a week, a month, three months, a year, and then see what it's like afterwards. So you can go down to that bar and... Try any of them, can't you? Yeah, and yeah. I don't think they're charging for I'm them. I'm not sure, actually. No. Maybe we shall ask the ambassador who's going to be coming on the podcast. The ambassador's coming. Do I need to get some for a Roche hour? <laughs> Is that his job title? Is that what yeah, the they're ambassadors, aren't yes. they? Yeah, so he's the Buffalo Trace and other things ambassador, but we're not bothered about the other things. No, we're not bothered about the non-bourbon stuff, are we? Really? No, but it's it's yeah, we just got talking to him at the event, and he's going to come on and talk to us. Yeah, so hopefully he should be on the next podcast. Well, yes. We shall see. Yes, we shall see. If not, we'll roll Alexa out again. <laughs> <laughs> and I shall put the Ferrero Rochers away. Okay. I think that's all that's happened. It's been a while since we've recorded a normal podcast, but I think that's everything. I think that's everything, yes. All right, do we want to do a quick mop-up of the website and then we'll move on to the Burton Battle, which everyone loves? <laughs> yes, we've got um, two new reviews which are on the website. So there's the Maker's Mark review, standard review, which now, which completes the standard trilogy, shall we say. Oh. Um, and we've got another guest review up. Um, Dad's Hat Pennsylvania Rye. Oh, and who's that by? That's from our guest reviewer. That's <laughs> Aiden again. Aiden again. But we're more than happy for this. Again, we've put this out there many times now. Anyone wants to write a review for us, yeah. as long as it's not crap, we'll put it up. Yeah. And Aiden so far has produced two good reviews. Two non-bourbon reviews. This is true. It does seem to be heavily <laughs> rye related, doesn't it? But 
So uh, th thanks very much for that one, Aidan. It's on the website now. So, um, so that's two two reviews. We haven't done a review for a little while, but we've been busy with the World Cup, haven't we? Well, we were so busy with the World Cup that we didn't have time for a regular podcast. True, true. Um, so we had to dig deep uh, into the archives of podcasts that we recorded in 2012. 2012? Yeah, I don't even think the internet was invented then, but we were doing podcasts. We just never uploaded them. Um, but we chose one and we uploaded it. Coincidentally, we uploaded it on April the 1st. So <laughs> so it's um, it was a bit of a joke, was it? It was an April's Fools, yeah. Okay. April's Fools? An April Fools. <laughs> it was a Fools. <laughs> and we've just mentioned Aiden. Our money was on Aiden, super fan of the show, being the first person to guess that this was a joke. Unfortunately, Aiden let us down. <laughs> he tweeted saying it was a great episode. <laughs> And it was good to see the start of Toofter, where it all came from. Ah, and it was better than the first officially released one. Well, thank God it's better than the, <laughs> the very first one we did. But yeah, so we, we just knocked up a quick April Fool's. It was only half an hour long. Um, but we just hit on all the notes that we knew we could predict either wrong or make people laugh by pretending we didn't know anything about bourbon. So have, have, a, li have a little listen if you've not had a listen previously. It's quite, quite it made us laugh anyway. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Um, unfortunately, Aiden didn't guess it. A few people did. Um, who was the who was the first book person to guess that it was? I can't remember his name. Uh, Mackie, is it Andy? Andy, yeah. Andy. Well yeah. done, well done. Well you done. get you get a Blue Peter badge or whatever it is people give out for winning competitions. You get a uh, Buffalo Trace keyring. Actually, <laughs> we have got a surplus of Buffalo Trace keyrings yeah. because when we were at the Buffalo Trace event. They had a lot of them going around, so Mr. Pye stole like a handful. Any, right? He did. They were falling out of his pockets. <laughs> they were not. It was quite embarrassing when you went to shake hands with the <laughs> ambassador, and a load of them fell out of your sleeve. I was most most uh, disappointed in you. I had to I sneak just out. Took the one which is on my, on my table. All right, we ended up with about six buffalo ke buffalo trace keyrings. So if anybody wants one, give us a shout. Uh, we'll send one to Andy <laughs> for guessing it right. But yeah, we did a little April Fool's thing. It was fun. Um, and yeah, like Mr. Pye says, go and check it out. Right. I think we've done everything we need to do now. Can we move into proper stuff Let's now? move into proper stuff. All right. It's time for the bourbon battle. Again, we've not prepared properly, Mr. Pye, so I need to run away and get um, whatever comes out of this. We should do this draw before the podcast. Then I don't have to run out, get the bourbons and come back. Okay. All right. But we're going to do it live because... We like to do that. Okay, are you ready? This is yours. Oh. So bullets for you. Bullet bourbon. Has bullet come out before? Mm, don't think so. Uh, and bullet will play. It sounds like the World Cup draw again. <laughs> It's the 101. Yeah. Okay. So, now, you're going to have to refresh my memory because it's been a while. What's the score and whose go is it? Uh, it's your go because you lost. Oh. And uh, I'm leading 5-3. Five, 5-3, three. Five, three. Yes. okay. So the way this is going at the moment is you edged ahead and I closed the gap a little bit each time and then you open it again on the next one. Yeah. So I need to win two in a row to level this up, basically. Um, you've probably got a good chance with this one. 
I think so, because yeah. this is the standard bullet, it's not the bullet 10 or anything, it's yeah. just your bog standard bullet. Okay, you're going to run along then? I am going to run along, get them, and I'll be right back. You can keep people entertained again. Right, what do I say to the people out there when I'm on my own? Sounds very creepy when I whisper. What do you think I should go for then? Oh, he's back. <laughs> that was extra creepy. Right, there we go. Okay, this is a tough one. Because I have to win. My, my chair's really squeaky today. Listen to this. Oh, wait. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> That's not one of the categories you know. It's squeaky <laughs> chair. chair. Okay, so Wild Turkey. I think on a, they're going to be on a par with um, Twitter and Instagram followers. Right. So I think that's going to rule out. I don't think they'll be on a par. They can't be on a par with the distiller scores. There well, isn't. There is. Why no, is that? Why is that, Matt? There is no way anyone in their right mind would rate um, Bullet as good as it is. The same as Wild Turkey One Hundred One. That cannot be a thing. But what I'm actually going to go with, I think, is the year. Because I, oh, okay. I know Bullet is relatively new. Bullet's got to be in the 90s when it first came out. <laughs> He's trying to psych me out. I can't tell. Look, you you created these uh, these cards, so you should know, know know them all anyway. If I don't know them all off by heart, there's, there's 70-odd of these cards. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the year that the bourbon was first introduced, and I am... 99% sure Wild Turkey came out way before Bullet did. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Wild Turkey came out in 1940. 1940? First introduced in 1940. What, 101? Yes. It's on Wikipedia. Really? Oh, it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> yeah. What, when did, what, yours was the 90s, wasn't it? It was earlier than the 90s. Oh, but only just. 89. 87. Ah, see. Yeah. I've clawed it back. Well, whether it was 1940 for Wild Turkey or Wild Turkey 101, whatever. <laughs> whatever. whatever. <laughs> that makes it 5-4, I think. Um, Twitter followers, uh, Wild Turkey have 61,000. Oh, you, you, 8,000. Is that all? Yeah, but they don't, they don't interact, I think. They we've, don't, we've got more than that. They don't, they don't follow anybody. Oh, okay. Well, hardly anybody. Um, Instagram, 70,000. Oh, Ninety four thousand. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they do they do play on Instagram a lot. And the distiller, the expert score was eighty two. Eighty six. What? Bullet is rated higher than Wild Turkey. Are you sure that's right? You need to revisit these cards. Oh, eighty, 80 what? Eighty two. Eighty two. Wow. All right. I'll fact check that. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, that yeah, that doesn't matter for this. Round, no, because really I didn't choose it, yeah. it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, we may need to update this card. Yeah. And it's only 3.4, actually, on the average. 3.5. Oh, well, it's good you wouldn't go for that. Then. Yeah, but you've got to think about, I guess, the popularity of it. I would say it's a more popular bourbon. So I would say that would For the affect, masses, rather yeah. than... So there's more people probably voting. And that would affect the user score. But the True. expert score, there's no way experts should be rating Bullet higher than Wild Turkey 101. Ooh. Oh, get the bourbon junk over there. <laughs> well, we've been doing this podcast on this website two years now. I feel like we're experts in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I would definitely not guess that, if that's true. No. But we need to cork off, so... Right. I get a lot of people messaging to say that when they hear this back on the podcast, 
they always think the opposite to what we hear in real life. Really? Yeah. So when we hear the pop and we say, oh, that one's definitely better, a lot of people think the other one actually sounds better. So I don't know if you're closer to the microphone than I am, but... Oh, so maybe maybe we'll do a Twitter vote. <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Wild Turkey 101. Oh, it's a squeaky one. It was squeaky, but I think I twisted at the end there. It was so. quite loud. Yeah, it was quite good. Right, let's do the bullet then. Are you going to do the bullet, Mr. Party? Are you going to do that? That was nothing. Do that, do that again, do that again. That was a ghost pop. Go on. Ready? You ready? Oh, that was better. That was better. But that was still not it's as good. very as... loose, though. You ready? This is the Wild Turkey 101 again. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise the, the bullet one was so loose. That's probably evaporated because there's no stopper on it. That's kept it? in purely by gravity. There's nothing, there's nothing else. There, is there? There's nothing else keeping that in. I did well to get a pop out of that. Wow, that is. Yeah, yes. I could have easily beaten you on the pop, but it's five four. Five four. Um, anyone who isn't a regular listener will have just been completely confused by that section because we don't explain it anymore. <laughs> I think we'll write something on the website about the bourbon battle and what it is. Keep, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Keep a track of what's won. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. then it at least explains it for people that uh, don't have a clue. So that's the end of the bourbon battle, and next time you lost, so you get to go first. Okay. All right, and then it'll be 6-4, and then I'll win, and it'll be 6-5, <laughs> and then you'll win, and it'll be 7-5. Is there an end to this bourbon battle? <laughs> Is it first one to ten? Uh, ooh. What, and then a new segment? And then a new segment. Like, yeah, 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 that's not bad. Not a bad idea. I wonder if the masses will, <laughs> will cry out if the bourbon battle goes. I think that's actually a good idea. That section is just a revolving section, and we just okay. every whatever we change it out, put a new thing in. Right. Cody came up with that section, so Cody, you need to come up with another idea. <laughs> we got bored of this one. <laughs> we have to think about that. We're gonna have to think about stuff. Cody will. Oh, Cody will. Yeah, yeah Cody, come up with a new idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the review. The review, right? Weller twelve. Weller twelve. Yes. So. I assume most people know it's Buffalo Trace or Sazerac offering. Do you know how, how old the Weller 12 is, Matt? The Weller 12. <laughs> let me just ponder this for a second. Weller 12. Um, <laughs> 10 years? <laughs> Close. Oh, how, long, how much was I out by? <laughs> it's actually 12 years. Is it? Yeah. Oh, coincidence. They called it Weller 12 then. <laughs> what? What if they'd have, what if they'd have <laughs> aged it 11 years and called it Weller 12? That would confuse people, I think. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. So it's 45% ABV. And price-wise, which is a little bit on the hefty side of things, I would say. I think anything that goes above £50 yeah. pounds is, is on the hefty side. And this one just scrapes over it. It's 55 in the UK. Yeah. So, uh, But it's available. Yeah, it's not as yeah. hard to find as you'd think. Yeah, we have heard in the States it's not that readily available. Um, obviously, it depends where you are. Uh, the mash bill of it is officially unknown, but um, most people assume it's the standard Buffalo Trace wheated mash bill, which is 70% 70, 70 corn, 16% uh, wheat, and 14% malted barley. Which is essentially the pappy. It's essentially everything we've been looking at recently as well, isn't it? It's makers. Yeah, as makers well. as well. Maybe yeah. wheated bourbons just have found a sweet spot. They must have. 
because um, even though it's not released officially, it, well, it depends on what site you go onto. Uh, uh, but most people say it's Buffalo Trace, the, the standard wheat one, like I just said. So 16% wheat. And I'm finding myself more and more interested in the wheated bourbons now. Good, you're coming over to the light side uh, and the dark side of rye. A little bit, yes. So we have a little bit of history here, but we won't we won't go into it too much. Uh, we'll save that for the review, which um, will be up on the website. Well, I'm writing the review, so there won't be any history or facts. <laughs> there won't be any history or facts in that one. <laughs> Look, I've given you a little head start there. I've started to think I might write my reviews in a bigger font. Yeah. So it takes up more space and I have to write less. Okay. That's what my daughter does in all her coursework. <laughs> Seems to work for her. Well, my reviews seem to be getting longer or more boring, as you might say. I would never say such a thing. <laughs> I would just think it. <laughs> okay. So um, we are going to nose this one. Okay. We are? I thought you were going to give some facts out no, first. No, no, I'm not. Because, no, no have I'm I not. Ups- have I upset you? <laughs> yes, you have, yes. Oh. So... There's loads of facts about this, and you can read them on uh, you can read them on Mav's review. Okay, all right. But tell me, tell me, tell me who the bourbon was named after, and why? <laughs> I want to know. Well, no, because I'll be just I'm just popping out facts here that you're going to laugh at. Like it was named after William Leroux Weller. Oh, yeah, who who was born in 1825. No way. Why am I shaking my head? Do you even know when I was born? <laughs> Um, 19. So you've researched this dude who you don't even know, and we've been friends for a very long time. You don't even know when I was born. 84? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be about 12. Okay, so let's let's dive into the nose then. In the 70s? No. 80s? Yeah. You were in the 80s? Only just. Oh. 81? No. Like literally only just. <laughs> anyway, do you want? I've got all that. Do you, do you want to? Uh, do you want to pour some? Uh, yes, I will. And um, unfortunately, but, yes. I guess this is one thing that we do have to. Uh, it's a screw top. It is, which is bizarre. So when we were at the Buffalo Trace tasting event, I asked the guy why the well was a screw top because. None of the other Buffalo Trace ranges, even the bog standard entry, has got cork. And what did he say? And he said, he didn't know, did I he? don't know. No. Yeah. Actually, now I've said that, does Buffalo Trace have a cork? It does, doesn't it? Standard Buffalo Trace yeah. has a cork. I'm sure it does. I'm going to go check. Go check. Right, you know it. I'm going to go check. I shall, I, shall, I shall tell them some facts. <laughs> William LaRue Weller, he was the first guy to um, <laughs> produce... <laughs> Straight bourbon using wheat instead of rye in a mash bill. He was the first person. Is that why it says on the bottle the original wheated bourbon? Must be, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. That facts combining. Any facts, eh? Interesting facts like that. It's linked facts together. Anyway, Buffalo Trace. It does have a cork. It does have a cork. Yeah, so why they've chosen this one, which is 12 years old. It's one of it their... Is, that's very odd, isn't it? One of their signature offerings. Why they chose this one to have a... There's got to be a reason behind it. There must be a reason. It must be a design choice, right? Whether you're going to have a cork or not. BGs, you need to um, find out. Yeah, do some research for us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, if if anyone can find out, we'll send you a sample of the weather. Okay. Maybe. Okay, so the nose on this one then. You can definitely tell it's a wheater. Because? 
because you just always get that creamy, buttery smell coming through. It is. It's so... It is all butter though, isn't it? Mm. And, well, I guess it goes without saying, loads of caramel. It's like a... It reminds me of the caramel uh, tart I had when I was a kid at school. That's no way to talk about your first girlfriend, Mr. <laughs> Fine. It reminds me of a, of a cherry bakewell tart, but then all bourbon, like 90% of bourbons remind me of cherry bakewell tarts. Right. Do you not get the cherry on this? Dark fruit? I do a little bit, yes. And it's not descriptive, but for the nose, it's, it, it smells smooth. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Smooth and sweet. Two mm. descriptors that we've been told not to use, but... But it is so it is. smooth. Yeah. It's got a beautiful nose. I also get some nuts from this. Right. Almonds, possibly. Okay. That is a wonderful nose. If we rated noses on their own, which we don't, this would be a 10. And it's, what is it? It's 45. Did I mention that? 45 ABV. I think you did. Yeah. And how was it again? I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly 10, I think. Ah, that's what. Yeah. That's what. Okay. Um, anything else you're pulling out? Otherwise, we can we can dive in. I think just to summarise that: it's creamy, buttery, um, hints of cherry and dark fruits, caramel tart for Mr. Pie, sweet and smooth. Sweet and smooth. With some almonds knocking around in there. It's a complex nose. If we define complex by you know having multiple hints flavours. Yeah. And are we going to take the palate or are we leaving the palate this time? I think we're going to take it, aren't we? Is that is that our thing? Take the palate. Thing, yeah. yeah. Would a palate be a he or a she? A she, I think. Let's go with that. The nose is a he. The nose is a he. <laughs> and the palate is a she. <laughs> Probably wise if we're putting it in our mouth. <laughs> you always have to go there. <laughs> I, I always go that bit too far, but luckily we can edit. So that bit will never stay in. I think a lot of the sweetness carries over to the, to the palate. It's still creamy and buttery and smooth. But you get that you do get that oak though, don't you? A lot of oak, but yeah. we've got to expect that for twelve years. Yeah. It'd be a shame if there wasn't any. I do get a bit of spice though. Which is strange, isn't it? When you remove the rye and put the wheat in, which makes it smoother, mm -hmm. you still get the spice on, on the palate. Towards the end of it, I think, really. Yeah. I still get cherries on the palate. We'd say burnt oak. Yeah, I would say so because there's a slight bitter not, taste to the oak. Yes, it's not. Um, it's not like tobacco or anything, is it? But it's, no, it's it is it is there, mm. but it's very rich. Yeah, very rich. Rich is a good yeah. good one for this one. And it's definitely got some legs as well, swirling around the glass. In your new fancy glasses. I can't, my new fancy glasses are miniature Glen Cairns and I cannot get used to the size of normal Glen Cairns now. It looks like the giant's um, drinking vessel. I don't think you've got many photos with the min miniature ones, have you? I have. Yeah, oh, you yeah. just can't tell the size oh. in, the, in the photos. But they're quite cute, aren't they? Mm. I quite like them. These are what were, they were using in all the bars in Edinburgh. Right. The miniature Glen Cairns, that's where um, the idea came from to buy them. Yeah, so I think we've called out a lot there with the the creaminess, the butteriness following through, burnt oak, touch of spice, yeah. cherries. I don't know if it's specifically cherries or just dark fruit, fruits in general. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think it's difficult to call out 
cherry, but I see what you mean by dark fruits. Mm. Then you've got the, the finish, which I think I'm coming more to terms with now right. than, than I was before. The, just wait a while and see what you can still taste. And that's the finish, more than <clears throat> does the back of your throat burn. So I can still taste things on the finish now. And sticking around on the tongue. I get a, a bit more caramel on the finish. I do get that spiciness on the finish. Yeah, and, and the, the wood sticks around, doesn't it? And it's and it's there. It's, it's a long finish, isn't it? Mm. There's nothing bad to say about this drink, but then people rave about it online. I wondered if it was going to be the hype, you know, when it gets mixed in with that, the pappy hype. Yeah. Which they say, this stuff is essentially the same thing, but just in different parts of the warehouse, mm. or um, different wood might have been used. But essentially it's aged for the same amount of time. So, <clears throat> shall we have a look what the experts say then? We can. So on the nose, they say uh, aromas of lanolin, which I think is something to do with sheep. <laughs> <laughs> is it to do, Is it something to do with fields? It might be something to do with sheep or the fields in which sheep are kept. <laughs> There's some sheep connection somewhere. Aromas of lanolin. Yeah. Almond. So oh, yeah, yeah. Good, Ten points. Creamed corn. Yeah, so I think that's 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 a good way of saying it. Yeah, we we don't really do creamed corn over here, though, do we? No, I mean we don't call out corn on its own either, do we? No, as a as a but no, creamed corn. Creamed isn't... corn is that a thing? Is it? Yeah, I is thought it? creamed corn was a a thing, like, like a dessert. Oh right, okay. Like semolina is for rice. Right. I think it's that sort of thing. And toasty vanilla and vanilla, we didn't explicitly say, but I can see, yeah, can I see think, that. Yeah, I can see that. But they didn't pull out um, the fruit on the nose. No. Um, or the caramel, which is odd. Because this came uh, straight from the Buffalo Trace website, right? Uh, it did, yeah. yeah. Maybe lanolin smells like caramel. <laughs> okay. Um, and on the palate, what do they say about that? They say uh, the mid-palate flavour is heavily wheated. Well, yeah, okay. Not, it's not, that's not exactly saying a lot, though, is it? Uh, layered and mod mod moderately sweet. What does that tell you, though? You know, when they say it's heavily wheated, it doesn't really tell you any of the flavour, does it? No. And mid-palate. Mid-palate. Mid so what about beginning of the palate and the end of the palate? It's a strange one, that. It's to, come from yeah. the, to come from their own website, that's not one. Mid-palate flavour is heavily wheated, layered, moder moderately sweet. Layered with what? <laughs> it's <know>. layered. <laughs> Okay. I think I think they're trying to say it's complex, aren't they? Yeah, we're not actually pulling out yeah. any flavour at all there. So the mid palate is heavily wheated, layered, and moderately sweet. Not so nothing, not one, not one flavour. Descriptor there. No, unless you know what wheat tastes like, mm. which is not easy to taste, is it? I haven't had a wheat bix for a long time, but, but I normally put sugar on it, so that would disguise <laughs> the wheaty taste. Okay, and on the finish. Uh, they say it's long, oaky, and intensely smooth finish. Hmm. I think it, it, the, the finish for me isn't as smooth as the rest of it. I think it's there's a bit of a bit of a hit on the on the finish. So it's smooth when you smell it, smooth when you drink yeah, it. Yeah, we've used those earlier on, haven't we? Hmm. Rather than on the finish. Hmm. I think that burnt oak sticks around for me on the finish. 
Well, the, 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 more, the more I taste it, the sweeter that finish is as well for me. Really? Yeah. It's opposite for me, weirdly. The more I taste it, the, the more burnt oak I can feel right. on my tongue. Hmm. But it's, it's good. It is. It it's is very good. Damn good. I guess we have to give it a score. So we do have to give it a score. Um, and I think it's going to smash in the top. Of our, of our scoring chart, don't you? It's going to be up there, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I always think that what would be good is if we had our lead table to hand <laughs> <laughs> while we talk about this bit, and then we can see where it comes. So while you talk about your score, I'll quickly... Yeah, but well, I would say don't have a look yet until we score, like, because you may you may look at where other ones are, I wouldn't think, oh, maybe I should give that a bit higher. Never do such a thing. No? Wow. No, definitely not. Definitely not. So you can go ahead and reveal your score. Uh, it's very close to one of my best ever scores, actually. Ooh, Blanton's got a nine. Are you saying it's close to that? It is close to that. Wow. But it's not as close. So I'll give it an eight, I think. And I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. And I think it's on a par with, if I look at other things we've given eights to. Yeah. E.H. Taylor single barrel, Four Roses single barrel got an eight. Um, Wild Turkey 101 got an eight. Um, Booker's got an eight. Uh, Wild Turkey Rearbreed. Wild Turkey 81. Oh yeah, Wild Turkey 81 also got an eight. Um, <laughs> And we re-reviewed that, and it was yes, still an eight, well, yeah. so we still stick by that. So yeah, this puts it up there. This puts it as the joint third highest score, because I'm going to give it an eight as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, wow. This is a solid, solid drink. So who does it sit third with, then? If we're going on uh, alphabetical yeah. order, that yeah. doesn't work so well for weather. No, true. So Right, it could just be joint third, then, can't it? Yeah. Well, it, luckily, it does work all right for it, because Wild Turkey's up there. Um, so it will sit um, fifth on our okay. table, um, yeah. but technically joint third. Right. Well, that's um, very, very impressive. It is. Do you know who we've lost? Uh, Elijah Craig. Elijah small Craig. Is that gone? Yep. Elijah Craig has gone off. So Four Roses Small Batch is hanging on. You only gave that a six. I'm so surprised at that. That was done very early. I, I think I that, think that calls for a re-review. I think one. it does, yeah. Because I fell in love with that recently again. Yeah, six is very, very well, low. again, I don't know why I only gave it a six, to be honest with you. I suppose it's in well, isolation it's, it's on the, the time, day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that's how we do our reviews. We don't yep. sit yeah. with that drink for a week and then give a thought-out score at the end. Yes, we could definitely warrant so, uh, an update. I think we've said that before, you know, and we haven't done it yet. It does. So that, that's one we need to look at. And also, we do need to look again at the yellow label, because that's our, still our lowest ever scoring. And we still get a bit of flack we for do scoring that flat, so low. Yeah. Okay, all right. So there you go. Weller 12 pops in joint third on the league table. We have a combined score of 16. Yeah, very good. Pretty well, well done, Weller. Well done. Good well effort. Done. You did good, mate. You did good. Okay, well... As we've just brought up Elijah Craig, mm -hmm. weirdly and coincidentally, that's what our blind tasting is going to be today. So is this the blind tasting um, section where we, we need a theme tune? Was it was it this one? Yeah, we still don't, well, we still need a theme tune for the review and the blind taste test. Well, if you remember in the last podcast, you gave me a bit of homework. 
Have you got a jingle for this? Are you surprising me? This is this is a jingling. <laughs> this is not a jingle. This is some some ideas. Because wait, so you're just going to read out ideas? You haven't made a jingle. Of course, you haven't made a jingle. <laughs> you had. I almost thought then you were just about to play a jingle. <laughs> so this is not a jingling. Maybe next time. If you remember, the homework I had was to look at some BG songs. Oh yeah, see so if there was anything that had um, blind people or review-based things in there. Now, now this is very tough. Okay. <laughs> so I couldn't. I couldn't. Find... You can wait for this all night, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find a, a song title. Exactly around bourbon. <laughs> the Bee Gees never released a song called The Blind Taste Test. What? <laughs> so here's some, here's some what I thought of. They did one called Indian Gin and Whiskey Dry. Okay. okay. All right. Which spooky. I, I never guessed that. Yeah. Okay. They did one called Spirits Having Flown. All right. These are all top tenors, aren't these they? Are, these are very tangible links, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They did one called Horizontal, which happens after drinking lots of bourbon. Have you listened to any of these to see if they're any good to put on the, the podcast? <laughs> and there's a couple called uh, "I Can't Let You Go," uh, "I Could Not Love You More." <laughs> Let's rule those two out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what? So I thought. Well, yeah. we, we can't, I can't find one. Okay. So what I thought was maybe let's let's. Look at their famous tracks and have a bit of wordplay. God. <laughs> so, uh, are you ready then for this? I'm ready. Are you a Bee Gees fan? Do you, uh, know, do you know this song? I know the classic. Okay. Yeah. So there's that classic, How Deep Is Your Paw? <laughs> how, how are we going to change the lyrics? <laughs> Is this just a pun-based section now? Yes. Uh, I've got to get a bourbon to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, more than a whiskey. <laughs> so when you say you thought about this... I just had a bit of giggle. I've been off work today, so... Been... Uh, how can you mend a broken barrel? <laughs> I'm not finished yet. Are you sure? <laughs> but I think the best one is uh, Rye Talking. Rye Talking. The Berber gents, Rye Talking. Rye Talking. <laughs> no telling me, lads. All right, well, I'm okay, gonna, okay. I'm now going to cut that out as a sample, and that's going to be the intro. I'll put some beats behind it. I tried my best. I did, did, I did a bit of homework there. You did? Yeah. You did? It started strong. Rye Talking. <laughs> It's a good job. It's a good job no one listens to this half of the podcast. <laughs> anyway. All right, okay. so it's still no jingle. <laughs> um, it wasn't a surprise jingling after all, so I got excited. No, I, 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 I couldn't work with their, with, with with their, their catalogue. Well, we're very disappointed. We are in, very disappointed. Okay. <laughs> all right, do you want to try some Elijah Craig? Yes, I will. Okay, <clears throat> so okay, so we've got the Elijah Craig 12 to blind taste test against the Elijah Craig small batch because they've recently just dropped the 12-year age statement. So we now have the comparison to do. And is there, is there no age statement at, at all on the other small batch? 
Is it, is it the one that they say is at least eight, or have I made that up? Nope. There is no aging at all on this bottle. So there's nothing on the back. The front just says Elijah Craig small batch, um, 94 proof. And that is it. I'll probably be corrected, but I think what they said is they couldn't commit to having the 12 in it. So there probably is some 12 in it, but it's probably more eight, nine, etc. Yeah, which yeah. is fair enough if yeah. they can't commit to that, and that, that's fine. And they've given it this nice new sexy bottle shape. But what we want to know is, is there any discernible difference? Yeah. Now, the only way to do that is drink them both, but not know which one we're drinking. Okay. So in typical Bourbon Gents fashion, my daughter has expertly poured these out for us and left a diagram folded up here that will tell us which one was which. So do we want to take glass one? And she earned that extra couple of quid I dropped her for serving as doubles. Yeah, so I did tell her. <laughs> I did tell her to pull singles, but she's obviously ignored that. So these are quite hefty measures. So this is bourbon number one, we'll call bourbon this. Bourbon number one, okay. So this could be the 12-year-old or the newly packaged small batch with no age statement. Are we... Can we smell them together? We can do side by side yeah. if that's the way we want to yeah. go. Yeah? All right. I just wondered if I could... Because I think... I think I could, I, I would know the nose of the 12. Well, I would say the one we've just picked up, I would say that's the 12. And the one we're picking up now is the small batch. They're both a small batch, but they're not age statement small batch. It feels a lot lighter on the nose to me. This feels a lot heavier. I think you're right. But I guess the thing is not for us to guess which is which, but to see which one we prefer. Well, yes, indeed. So on the nose of this one, this is number one, which we think currently is the 12-year-old. That's a nice, pleasant nose. Yeah, quite a lot of fruit on there, I think. A lot of fruit, a bit of ginger, I think, going on in there. It's one of the noses that, that seems a bit spicy. Yes, and the 12 is very spicy, isn't it? Yeah, whereas on I can the get... taste, rather. Hmm, whereas I can get my nose in this second um, glass a lot further in without feeling that. Now, is, is the ABV the same? So it's forty-seven percent on the uh, non-age statement. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, it's the same. And it's forty-seven still on the. So they've watered it down. Right. They just can't guarantee you've got um, uh, number two. If yeah. that's what we're calling it, is much lighter on the nose. Isn't much, it? much lighter yeah. on those. Now this would be very interesting if this number two turns out to be the twelve-year-old. Yeah, because I think we're already we're already putting it in a. Making our own mind up early, early doors on the nose alone, aren't we? We are. Uh, but if I had to choose a nose, I would choose glass A. Or glass one. We've already chosen. <laughs> <laughs> um, a one. Yeah, uh, glass X. So glass Cho number choose one. Choose as in what you prefer? Yes. Okay. Correct. I prefer the nose of this one. It's just got a bit more character to it. It has. That, that's quite nondescript, that one. Hmm. It feels a bit flat. Now, I should say, these are both brand new bottles. So there's not one has been sitting on the shelf for years. These are both brand new, bought within the last couple of months. Yeah. So on, on that, I'm definitely going for a number one over number two on the on the nose. It just has a bit more depth to it, a bit more character, stronger. Number two is very pleasant, though. It's, it's not... Well, it's not. It's the same thing, so I guess it shouldn't be <laughs> number two shit. It's the exact. It is the exact same thing. No, just, but there is a difference. Just aged yeah. slightly uh, less, I guess. Or can't guarantee that it's been aged the same. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. one, if you had to choose a 
on the nose then if you had to choose one? Uh, number A1. <laughs> okay, so we're both both the same on the on the nose. Yeah. Then. All right, let's uh, give them a try. Now, I'm not a big fan um, of Elijah Craig. It's a good solid drink, but it's not one of my go-to bourbons. But you do like oh, it quite yeah. a lot, don't you? Mm. It's got a little bit too much spice going on for mine. Yeah, the spice kicks in immediately, doesn't it? Mm. So we're tasting number two now. Mm. Now, weirdly, I actually preferred number two there on the palate. Mm. This is interesting. Mm, number two is a lot smoother, isn't it? Do you know what would be better if my daughter accidentally mixed them up and you're trying two 12-year-olds and I'm trying two of the knowledge? I'm <laughs> <laughs> comparing the exact same thing against this each is- it's possible, is it? Uh, I'm going to trust my daughter on this and say we are drinking different drinks. She's only three, though. How she reaches <laughs> up to the table to do this is beyond me. She doesn't, doesn't spill a drop either. She's always drunk, though. <laughs> She's not really three. <laughs> no, God, no. Four and a half. Um, hmm. Okay, so... As you all want to say, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Look, well, clearly I'm no expert, but that is, clearly it's in my head as well, but that tastes, tastes younger. Wow, that must I be know. in your head. That must be in your head. Well, it, 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 I guess it must be, because I think I already know what it is. So for me, the one we're calling 1A... There's more oak in it. There's more oak and there's more spice yeah. in it. So I'm favouring, on the palate, this... Um, 2B1 2B1 2B1.8 I'm favouring this one because well, maybe it is slightly younger maybe it's a bit tamer Yeah, it's not quite as, as harsh as the 12 year old yeah it's, it's, mm. it's nice so out of these two I'm going to go with on the nose I prefer glass number one Okay. But drinking wise, I'm sticking with glass number two, and I'm saying that is the uh, knowledge statement, and I like it because it's a bit more toned down. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Have a guess what I'm going to go for then. So you're going to go for glass one. I'll go for one on the nose and the taste as well. Um, so if I'm right, can I have your <laughs> my twelve year old? <laughs> no, but won't it be interesting if you're not? Well, and if I, with 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 our, well, especially my record of this. Let's have a look then. Let's have a look. What so glass one we think is the twelve year old, uh, which you prefer. Yeah. And the non age statement is glass two, which I'm leaning towards okay. on this particular taste testing. We were correct. Ooh. We were absolutely correct. Thank for that. The twelve year old was the glass one. So you can tell. Can we can tell you? The you can by side by side. Yeah. You can one hundred percent tell that this is stronger. There's more character to it. Stronger, more, uh, not alcohol-wise. Yeah, it's more yeah. intense on the taste profile. There's more um, spice to it. There's more oak to it. This one, the the non-age statement, small batch, is just a little bit mellower. Yeah, and I think I prefer it. Yeah, I can imagine you prefer it now. Actually, mm. I mean, I guess. The problem we have doing this comparison is this is this is it. There's no more of this, is there? Well, the twelve around. There, there's some. There's there's bottles knocking around, but within you know what 
next six months they're willing to be zero. Yeah, as soon as Marks and Spencer's uh, reduced <laughs> it, it went, it went viral, didn't it, on the bourbon community in the UK, and you couldn't get it for love and money. Yeah, and we pointed that out. I mean, that's the opposite of what they wanted to do. Yeah. They should have raised that, but they were trying to clear out the stock before the new one came in, yeah. and they just didn't understand the market for this, no. and they've just priced themselves down, basically, and said, <laughs> can we get this rare thing that's 12 years old? And um, there's not going to be much of it left anymore, and we'll yeah, reduce the price. So it's discontinued on the barcode. Uh, yeah, yeah, get rid of well, it. We'll struggle. We'll struggle to get rid of this. I've not seen the new one um, in Marks and Spencer's, though, anywhere yet. I've seen it behind a couple of bars, but not in any shops yet. Have you seen it in a bar? Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Uh, last chance. Oh, they got that. Yeah, but I've not seen. Was that the one brought from America? Yeah, yeah, this came straight from the States because it's a litre bottle. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is direct from the States. Probably the first ever direct from the States without being imported bottle I've ever owned. Uh, no import no import sticker on this. With Blade and Bow as well. Oh yeah, because yeah. they came from the same yeah. lady. Yeah. But yes. I think that's a good comparison to do. Yes. And it does show that we know something. <laughs> not much. Not much, but we definitely I mean there was no diff- there was no um getting that wrong, was there? It was No. I'm pleased. Uh, well, I think it was easier because the, the contrast was so stark, yeah. stark wasn't it? It, it, was. it was. But I guess that's not what um, Elijah Craig will be hoping for. No. And they would be, presumably, I haven't read the marketing behind this, but I presume they're probably saying you won't taste the difference. It's just we now can't guarantee every bottle has the yeah, interesting. What, 12 year in it. It would, it would be interesting to look at their original marketing release on this, say, see what they say. Yeah, because if two bang amateurs like me and you yeah. can sit there and, and tell immediately which one is which, yeah. they've not done the greatest job of this. No, it's a good, good comparison. Hmm. All right, well, there you go. Yes. So um, Elijah Craig doing this has worked out well for me, uh, not so well for you and everybody else that loves it. Yes, true. Right, well, that brings us to the end of all the bourbon-related stuff. So um, everybody that doesn't enjoy a good toofter, take care. Um, for everybody else out there, it's time for three of our favourite things. Mr. Pie. <laughs> we haven't done a tooth in a while. Uh, no, we haven't. I can't even remember what the last one was. But I'm sure it's good. <laughs> when is tooth ever not good? Like 50% of the time. <laughs> That's when. <laughs> so uh, we're starting strong tonight. Um, we're opening with your favourite biscuit. Have we not done this one before? See, I think we have. But <laughs> let's roll with it. Uh, uh, okay, whose go is it first? It's always you. Favourite biscuit? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, f- I feel like we have done this before. Really? Yes. Well, I can't remember my answer. Rich tea. No. No, no. I, I picked I picked a digestive. No, no. No, really? No, I no. picked she was a very plain biscuit. No, person. I'm, not, I'm not a big sweet flavour lover, so, so I'm not a fan of biscuits, really. <laughs> That's the end of the tube <laughs> But you've got, to, you've got to pick one. You've got to pick um, one. I do like um, bourbon biscuits. Oh. I do. I is do. that not just yeah. is that no, just it's a not, bad pun? Because my, my dad used to have them. And uh, 
I used to pinch them often. They were, they were, they were his favourite biscuit, so I used to, I used to, uh, yeah, so I like those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I quite like Jaffa cakes. Now I'm oh, including Jaffa cakes. Well, this is age-old question, isn't there? Yes. Whether it's a cake or a biscuit, I'm entitled to say it's a cake because they're called fucking Jaffa cakes, aren't they? So they're not called fucking Jaffa cakes, are they? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what they're not called. They're not called fucking Jaffa biscuits. So let's let's just say they're cakes. Okay. I feel like we've had this discussion before. <laughs> I, don't, as well. I don't think we have. Um, so I would just trying to think. The only ones we have at home are chocolate digestives. I knew you'd have digestives. Yeah, the, the kids have them. No. Yeah. Um, I quite. <laughs> quite um, like. I, 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 I like short women. <laughs> Men. Totally <laughs> same gender. This is okay. not. This is not your favourite fetish, Mister Pie. <laughs> Uh, we'll save that for the last ever Bourbon Jets show where we go out on the high. Shortbread. <laughs> okay. Is that a biscuit? <laughs> it's more like a bread. <laughs> Can you name one thing that's a biscuit that you like, please? <laughs> so, yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> As a kid, I used to like the malted milk ones. Can you remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I used to steal um, my nieces or nephews. Um, least one of those. Needs to have like I don't have a niece. It's definitely my <laughs> nephew. <laughs> I'm not assuming. I'm not assuming his gender, Mister Five. They used to have little characters on them. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. They were. They were quite. Oh, rusks. <laughs> no, I'm not going back that far. I used to like a good rusk. Are they biscuits? I might choose rusk. I feel like. I feel like that's a biscuit. I'm going for shortbread. Okay. We're sure I think it's a shortbread. Come on. Yeah. 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 Super sweet, even though I don't like sweet, but I, I do. I do love, love that. Okay. So yours is shortbread, which we're not sure is a biscuit, but we're going to say is a biscuit. I can't think of anything else. In the interest of time, I'm happy to accept it as a biscuit. To be fair, <laughs> I think I will go for that. That's one of my favourites, apart from bourbon, 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 bourbon. I have to think how I say that now. Yeah. Do you immediately correct people? You know, when they're talking oh, yes, to you about, about yeah. bourbon, they say, do you yeah. like bourbon? Do you yes, immediately correct them? I do, yeah. Oh, I do as well. It must be so annoying. Cretins. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with rich tea um, that have the chocolate on the top. Like chocolate-covered digestives, chocolate-covered rich tea. I don't think they do them. They do. <laughs> I used to have them when I was a kid. Do they? They might not do them anymore, but yeah, I'm going to go with that. At least it's a biscuit. Right, okay. So I followed the rules of the game. And why do you like them? Because they're less shit than other biscuits. I don't like biscuits, really. Do you dunk them into tea? I don't like tea. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Do you dunk them into coffee? Uh, no, I don't dunk them in, into anything. I don't think I've ever see, seen you ever have a biscuit. No, I haven't. For probably since I was a kid. I don't do biscuits. No? no. Penguins? Um, if I say I do penguins on the podcast, <laughs> Peter will be around immediately. Peter? Those um, animal people. <laughs> Not Peter. <laughs> Not. I thought you meant our old... Our old mate Peter. Our old mate Peter. No. Um, yeah. So, penguins, are they a biscuit? <laughs> I think they are. They're a chocolate biscuit. I'm going to stick with rich tea with chocolate on the top. Oh, that's a terrible choice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving swiftly on. 
I just don't know where we pull these things from. <laughs> We're only following up favourite biscuit with favourite cheese. <laughs> I feel like these go together, cheese and biscuits. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So, favourite cheese. Well, there's only one answer to this. No, there isn't. No, there is. Go on. Stilton. Really? Straight in there. Don't go offering me any other cheese if I come to your house other than Stilton. There must be others. There are other cheeses, I think. <laughs> I'll have to Google it, but I'm pretty sure there are other cheeses. <laughs> I want me to say there must be other cheeses in contention. None. 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 Like, it's it's fine with a bit of cheddar. You can grate it on stuff. Yeah. Um, you can put it in a sandwich. Right. It's fine. But it's not exciting, is it? Yeah, but you're not going to have, um, what is it, Gorgonzola? Still, still, still. <laughs> you're even paying any of attention to this. Gorgonzola. <laughs> Letters in it. <laughs> oh wait, it does. <laughs> N. <laughs> oh, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, look, you, the problem with Stilton I find is you can't have it on a sandwich. Ah, you say that, but I had a sandwich yesterday and it had Stilton on it. You're making it up. I'm not making it up. I promise you. I swear, my daughter's life I had a roast beef and Stilton sandwich. Oh right. Because okay. we had roast beef for dinner, so the leftover roast beef, cut it up, put it in a sandwich. Added a bit of mustard, English mustard. Put some Stilton on it. Put a few leaves on it. Right. Sandwich. Yeah. So there you go. I like it on, on crackers. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great after meal um, dessert for people yeah. that don't do desserts like us. Yeah. But I'm saying it's universal. When I was a kid, I used to get mini cheddars and some Stilton. Take one mini cheddar, put a little bit of Stilton on it. Take a second mini cheddar, put it on top of the first mini cheddar. Yeah. Push it down a little bit. Then get a bit more Stilton, put it on top of the second mini cheddar, get a third mini cheddar, put that on top, and you've got like a triple decker wow. um, thing. So I'm going with Stilton. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, I, knew, I knew this would be a good tip. <laughs> Do you not like Gorgonzola then? Go back to Gorgonzola. It's not that I don't like it, it's just, right. my, just not my favourite. Well, I think I prefer that actually. Really? Yeah. To Stilton. It's stronger, I think. Yes. She's stronger. But blue cheese is stronger than Stilton, but I still don't prefer it. Right. There's something okay. about Stilton. Stilton's a bit Christmassy though, isn't it? No. For me. All year round. Christmas only. All year round. What about, um, for me, I like um, Manchego. Manchego? Yeah. I know you live in the posh part <laughs> of Nottingham, but I've not heard of this Manchego before. It's a hard... He, he or she... Is it a female uh, cheese, though, or a male cheese? Uh, female. Oh, I see, because it's called man. I would have thought you'd have gone for the, the, like, the male um, cheese aspect there. I love cheese. Okay. <laughs> I do. That's shocking. Cheese every, shocking revelation. Almost every day. Yeah, same. Uh, cheddar, I adore. It's a solid. <laughs> it's a solid, I get that. But it's a little bit like Michael Carrick, isn't it? Michael Carrick's never going to be your favourite anything, but he's pretty solid in what he does. That's a cheddar for me. Is he still playing? I think he's just retired. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. You don't even know if he's still playing because he's Michael Carrick. I think he's going on the uh, coaching staff at Man United. And I'm sure he'll be brilliantly average at that as well. Right. Because that, he's that middle ground. But he's versatile. Yeah, you could have him with um, some English mustard <laughs> on white bread. Um, with a little bit of salt 
you could do that. Right. But you could also have him sprinkled on your jacket potato. Yeah, grated. Yeah. Yeah, you could. So, yeah, he is quite versatile. Okay. Uh, strong cheddar is one of my favourites. Manchego, another one of my favourites. I like uh, brie as well. Yeah, brie's a good one. Camembert is good if you mm. if you cook it first. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. We disagree on cheese, <laughs> I found. I didn't know this until now. But my favourite cheese, I tell you what, I do, I do like. I like the, the, the uh, spicy ones that have come out. You know, the chilli ones, with chilli cheddar ones. I've tried these. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who makes these? Well, they're all over, all in the big supermarkets. Hmm. And they do like a pickled onion one as well, pickled onion and cheddar. Oh, that that stuff. sounds good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so check them out. Um, but I will go for... Did you just tell me to check out cheese? Yeah, check it out, man. Right. Yeah. Right. I need to get out more. Right. Go on. Keep <laughs> away from the Stilton section. Oh, no. Branch out a little bit. What's your favourite? Um, mature cheddar. Mature cheddar? Yeah, at least at least a five, I think, on the scale. Is that... They're great cheese? Yeah. I didn't even know this. Yeah, yeah. It's five the highest. Yeah, it's got to be really strong. Yeah, okay. love it. All right, so mature cheddar for you. Yeah, uh, and a Stilton for me. Yeah, both like old cheese. Mm, we do. Oh. Okay, so you like short um, biscuits and old cheese. Shortbread biscuits, old cheese. Good. Yeah. No good. I feel like I feel like this is a good toofter. Do you? Yeah, I feel like I could talk about cheese all night. Okay, it's making me hungry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like jonesing to try this. This pickled onion thing. All Have right. you not heard of that? No, I didn't even know it was a thing yeah. until just now. Oh, yeah. But now I do. I'm going to try it. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> All right, so we're going to round off this toofter <laughs> um, with our favourite person called Dave. Where did you get this one from? Off the top of my head. Did you? Yeah, we had a slot and I just filled it with Dave. Is it my go? I think it is your go. Dave. Um... <clears throat> My favourite person named Dave. I'm struggling with this one, you know. Well, you can have a favourite person called David. Yeah. And obviously make that your favourite Dave, even if they don't go by Dave. So like David Beckham. No well, one, yeah, no one refers to him as Dave, but no. you can have a David Beckham if you want. He's an obvious Dave, David, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's not anyone's favourite, though, is he? Is he not? Oh, I was crossing the <laughs> Are you looking at the same? Have <laughs> you googled the same list of favourite Daves of I are? <laughs> Does it start with David Bowie? It might do. <laughs> <laughs> this is how much research we do for the show. We both clicked on the second link because the first link is some sort of American chain restaurant. <laughs> That's right. Called Famous Famous Daves. It's called Famous Daves. Yes, yeah, so it's like. They've totally bought, famous Daves have totally bored up Toofter for us because you Google Famous Daves and they're the top like 20 hits. Now, my best friend at school was Dave. Oh, curveball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go on, man. Dave Peacock. Oh, good old Dave Peacock. <laughs> the cock. The cockmeister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. He was quite cool. School. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I remember he, he knew all the words to um, a Madness song. <laughs> well, if that doesn't put him top of your favourite Dave list, I don't know what would. <laughs> but I can't remember the Madness song. Oh, well. Name some Madness songs. Baggy Trousers. Uh, it could have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could have been because it was a Madness song. 
Um, <laughs> our house is that is it called our house? Yeah, uh, that street. What was it called? Our house. Yeah, it was called that. It could have been baggy trousers. All right, so, sing a bit for me. <laughs> Good. So your favourite Dave <laughs> was Dave Peacock from your school. <laughs> or according to my list, don't use the same list as me. <laughs> this is going to go very wrong. Uh, David Bowie. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But do you reckon he knows the lyrics to Madness songs? <laughs> Probably not. Well, not anymore. There's not that many famous Daves, is there? Think not as it. many as you think. No. no. What that... about that um, um, guy with no arms? There's some statue called Dave. It's a famous statue. David. Yes. <laughs> that could be your favourite. That could be your favourite Dave. I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. Oh, good. It's in the running then. <laughs> uh, you? You? I'm going to go with Dave Grohl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Uh, because he was in Nirvana and then went on to found the Foo Fighters. And he is a Dave, isn't he? And he is a Dave. He's definitely a Dave. So he qualifies for this. Was your guy at school a Dave or a David? He was a Dave. All right, so he yeah. qualifies. Yeah, Dave but Peacock. He's not quite as cool as Dave Grohl, though, really. <laughs> not really, no. But did, you, did you ever listen to any Nirvana back in the day? No. <laughs> why, why do you say it like that? Are you kidding? Do you know any Nirvana songs? Um... <laughs> No. It, it astounds me every time we do a Tufta that your field of music and films and books is narrow. No, they did um, it Smells Like Teen Spirit. Is that they right? Did, they did, yeah. Is that a song or that, is that just an album title? No, that's that's a song. It was off the album, never mind. Okay. What's their most famous song? It is um, Teen Spirit. It is? Yeah. Okay. And that's the one with the baby in so the water, is it? That's the, the album cover. Yeah. So the album was Never Mind and that's the... The one. Oh, right. Okay. Do you know why it was called Smells Like Teen Spirit? Uh, no. Because there was a deodorant in the States, kind of like Lynx, right. over here. I think I've told this on the podcast no, I before. Don't think so. And um, it was called Teen Spirit. Right. And so his girlfriend at the time spray painted Kurt Cobain Smells Like Teen Spirit on the wall. Oh, right. And then years later, he did a song called no, Smells Like no, Teen Spirit. He never said that. Because the lyrics to uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit don't contain the words. The words smells like teen spirit. Oh right. Yeah. Well, I never knew that. Throw facts at you. <laughs> I haven't got any bourbon facts, but I know a lot about them aren't I? <laughs> so is that your favourite person called Dave then? Yeah. Dave Grohl. Definitely. If I've missed out a friend of mine that might be called Dave or Davy, I don't think I have. No. Alright, I'm gonna go with Dave Grohl. Okay. Alright. Brilliant. So <laughs> biscuit, cheese, person called Dave. This has been one of our top toothers. This is when I think we could spin this off as a um, as a standalone podcast when things like this so. happen. This was just magic, this one. All right. So do you want to close out the show, Mr. Pie? Uh, yes. So you can find us all on the social media out there. Uh, we're at Bourbon Gents on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. And please visit us on our website, uh, bourbongents.com. Well done. You're getting better at that. That was a very concise one. Oh, and you can contact us, of course, at comments at bourbongents.com as well. You can indeed. That's about it. There's nothing else left to say. No. So it's goodbye from me. And good night from me. <laughs> <laughs>